It's Friday night, which means it's time for another episode of the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Casey. Last time we discussed adult humor in our first ever explicit episode. Hope it wasn't too much for any of you guys, but we are back to our usual wholesome selves. We also put out our weekly Twitter poll asking which Nick show was the most inappropriate in general. Rocco's, Ren and Stimpy, or Angry Beavers? Ren and Stimpy won by far with 67% of the vote, followed by Rocco's that got 24% of the vote, and Angry Beavers with the least at only 9%. And this made sense to me, even though Ren and Stimpy isn't particularly sexual, like uh, Rocco's is far more sexually inappropriate than Ren and Stimpy, but Ren and Stimpy is just so violent and upsetting and out there and disturbing that I think this was the right call. Yeah, I'd agree. And I think inappropriate as a term, like Ren and Stimpy was trying to be that, you know? Rocco's Modern Life and Angry Beavers had a lot of sort of fun episodes. I don't think I've seen an episode of Ren and Stimpy yet where there's not at least several moments where I'm truthfully disturbed. So <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, fun is not a word I would use to describe Ren and Stimpy. There are a whole lot of other adjectives, but not that one. This week, we are doing our third, I believe, list episode ever. So we are doing our five least favorite Nick characters. They can be protagonists. They can be guest characters. I'll bet we're going to get a lot of hot takes from this one because there's a lot of different lists we could have made for this. I swear to God, if we somehow manage to have the same list again, I'm quitting the podcast. I'm done with same. everything. I have a feeling that I've got at least a couple on here that you won't have. So all that being said, thanks so much, you guys, for tuning in. Now let's get started. All right, let's get this list episode started off. We only got one segment, one main segment for you today. And these are our five least favorite Nick characters. As per usual, we did not consult with each other making these lists. I have truly no idea what Ashley picked, and she has no idea what I picked. So when you're at ready, Ashley, give us your number five. All right, my number five is... I almost feel a little bit bad about it, but not really. So my number five is from Fairly Odd Parents, Chloe Carmichael. And I say this because I think not necessarily that she's like a dis like if she were a real person, I don't know that I would hate her, but I just don't like that she exists as a character. I think she's too much the exact sort of uh anti Timmy to the show. I think it's just it's overdone. I think she's just not a very well written character. I just find that entire plot line to be kind of disappointing. Um, so, like I said, it might be a little harsh, but truthfully, I think she just does not bring anything to the show and just does not... It, it wasn't... There wasn't enough time spent developing her character, and so she's, she's there at my number five spot. That's a great choice, and just full disclosure, I actually stayed away from modern Nicktoons. That wasn't Fair. a rule, it's just something I decided to do. Um, so I do not have Chloe or Poof in mind, though I seriously considered it. So, I did consider uh, Poof as well, but Chloe, Chloe, uh... So we at least know that we have one not in common, so, but a very respectable choice. I also am not a fan of the Chloe Carmichael character. I don't think it was the right direction for the Fairly Odd Parents. I think the right direction was 
ending a long time ago, but here we are, so, uh, I, I get it. So here's my number five. He is from Chalkstone, and the Chalkstone involves a lot of stereotypes. I'll be the first one to say that, but to me, he is almost so stereotypical that it just is completely stale in an otherwise cool world. So my number five is Reggie Bullnerd, the bully character who's just this meathead jock who solely exists to antagonize Rudy and adds very little otherwise except to, you know, occasionally get his comeuppance and make the audience feel good. So I don't have a ton to say about him. I just don't think he's a great character in an otherwise great show. You know, I, man, this is, this is so exciting. I, I don't have him either. <laughs> um, and I, I still think very, very valid choice. So, so far, so good, you guys. Um, yeah, that's totally valid. He's, one-dimensional. I think, in general, those sorts of one-dimensional characters, and that's basically the same reason I chose Chloe, right? Right. And I will say, he is not my only bully character on this list. Just a little teaser. Ooh. Getting exciting, you guys. Get pumped. Okay. <laughs> my number four is from As Told by Ginger. I went with everyone's favorite. Um, if you've if you tuned in, this was back when I was still uh, on We're In Between. We have some choice opinions, I know, of some people, but I'm I'm going to agree here. Sasha. Uh, oh, I was thinking Dodie. I'm glad, I'm glad it wasn't Dodie. You know, Dodie is also terrible and miserable, but no, she's actually not on my list. Mine neither, and I don't think she deserves to be. I'll bet a lot of fans would put her. I still think she's a good character, even if I don't always like her. Yes. Um... And she definitely has reasons to be on the list, I think. But no, she's she's not on there. Sasha, though. Sasha's yeah. just terrible. I mean, <laughs> for the, what, two episodes he shows up in, but the first one, too. He's just overly bitter for no real good reason. And he just he just acts like he's better than everyone, kind of. I don't, I don't know exactly how to explain all of the hatred of Sasha, other than that he's... Probably my least favorite. Eh, maybe not even. I I don't like a lot of Ginger's love interests, but he's up there on the, the list of least favorites. Yeah, I mean, he's just got so much unnecessary attitude, you know? It's certainly hard to like him. Um, he's is portrayed in a light that's like, okay, I get the feeling Ginger has of like, ooh, who's this guy at summer camp, you know? Like, we've all had those like fleeting crushes or whatever at an event like that. But, yeah, they don't quite sell it. Great choice. Also not on my list. Look at um, this, guys. See, so we have different opinions. <laughs> I'm sure Patricia <laughs> is, like, screaming at me right now <laughs> for not including Sasha. Uh, so I will give Sasha an honorable mention. I have some other honorable mentions that I'll get to later. But now for my number four. She is from the Wild Thornberries, and I was really torn on this one, Ashley. We've gone back and forth and back and forth on this character. Half of me loves this character. The other half of me thinks she's one of the laziest characters in all of Nick. It is Deb Thornberry. Mm. I, you know, we've seen her be different. We've seen her be interesting, but most of the time she exists to just whine like grunge and be upset. And that's just not very interesting to me, minus the grunge part. Yeah. And again, I, I don't mind disclosing this. Not not on mine either. Um, but I hear the validity. I, I did consider her for a hot minute. 
But I think what got to me was um, sort of that, what was it, the Valentine's Day episode we saw where they all came together as a family. And I just, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't put her on the list, Casey. I couldn't do it. But yeah, that episode almost convinced me to leave her off. And I just thought, you know, if I had such a strong reaction to this major character initially, that can't be meaningless, you know? Um, I In these lists, I do not mean to imply that the characters don't have redemptive moments. But oh, sure. overall, not a fan. That's totally valid. And I'm I'm not saying that she doesn't belong in the list, but that's that's what kept me from putting her on it. I did consider her. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Moving forward. This one's almost unfair, truthfully. Uh, <laughs> but number three, from preschool days. So we're already hitting it off strong. Oh, Savannah. <laughs> okay, but she's just terrible. She just is. Like, as a person, oh. as a character, she's awful. And the show is awful. I couldn't, I couldn't not... I'm jealous that you thought of that. I did preschool days literally didn't cross my mind. She's she's terrible, right? She's Yeah. Oh, she makes Angelica not the bad guy in a show, and Angelica's still miserable <laughs> in the show too. Like it's she's just horrid. She's like the nightmarish kid that you never want to have to watch over in this terrible terrible show. Um which again, it's almost like cheating putting preschool days on it. It really is. <laughs> Very great choice. I didn't, I'm going to be honest, I didn't even think about preschool days. It just so doesn't count. (laughs) Um, But, you know, truly an awful character. And I love the Rugrats characters. I don't have anyone in the Rugrats universe on my list. I do have one in an honorable mention, but uh, I think they're strong characters all around. But yeah, you're right. She is an exception because she is horrible. (laughs) (laughs) All right, time for my number three. Kind of out there. My list is pretty eclectic and random, I will say. These are from, not lesser known, but they're from the weird Nicktoons. Um, I mean, no disrespect to the voice actor here, but this character I just find so grating and irritating that I just can't watch. Uh, And that is Shriek Dubois of Cat Dog, the greaser dog. Mm. She is, the voice actor does a great job of what this character was written to be, but I can't. I just can't do it, Ashley. <laughs> the, I mean, the Greasers have their moments, to be sure, but I just find them, cli- not cliche is the wrong word, but um, I find them grating, irritating, like a lot of that show for me. I just find a lot of it irritating, and I will always stand by my opinion that I think Angry Beavers does everything that Cat Dog is trying to be infinitely better. Do you know, I'm gonna... I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you there, um, especially on the Angry Beavers part definitely being superior. Um, didn't, didn't cross my mind on those ones at all, actually. Um, I think... I agree that the voice is grating. I just just didn't didn't pop into mind. Still solid solid choices, man. Guys, do you hear? There's there's a chance that none of ours will be repeats. There is a possibility. That'd be pretty awesome if we had ten unique characters on our list. I'm already pumped. Part of me, I was like, I was like, there's no way on this one. But I also said there was no way on the supported characters, and we all know how that one turned out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. <laughs> okay. Moving forward, my number two, uh, this one, this one is, there's a little bit of recency bias in there, and I don't even, 
I don't think this one's poorly written, which is sort of different from my other previous choices and also my number one, but I just can't stand him. I can't deal with him. Ren and Stimpy's George Licker makes me uncomfortable to a new horrible level. And I know, I know that's his purpose. So again, this this one's not the writing that gets to me. It is his character. He's terrible. He's miserable. He's rewarded for it. I can't, I can't handle it. It makes me like physically uncomfortable to watch the episodes that he shows up in. I just, I just can't handle him, Casey. I just can't. Well, it's fun fact about him. So Patricia and I hung out this week. She's in New York. And so we took an awesome walk in Central Park and just geeked out about Nicktoons and all this stuff. And Patricia enlightened me that George Licker, because I was still reeling from our episode last week, I was like, I just can't stop thinking about him, Patricia. I wake up and I think about George Licker. I go to sleep and I think about George Licker. I can't get him out of my head. And she said, well, you know, the creator, one of the creators actually based him off of his dad, which is really upsetting. (laughs) That's dark. That really is. So dark. And I will say George Licker is not on my list because I think he's such a strong character in terms of they went for it. Um, But he may or may not be on my honorable mentions. We'll find out when I get there. (laughs) Again, I... That that was why I was hesitant to put him up here, is I think he's well-written. I think he does exactly what he's supposed to do. But I, like you said, I can't get him out of my head. He, he, and I don't love to hate him is the thing. Like, he's not a love-to-hate character. That's that's kind of why, because there, there are some characters that are bad but well-written and I love to hate them. I don't love to hate George Licker. He just makes me uncomfortable. And he gets away with everything. Too. Yes. So it's like you get no comeuppance or anything. Oh man, it's great choices. I think we, I don't know if there are arguments against the ones we picked so far that are strong. You know, these are all pretty cruddy characters. <laughs> um, my number two is my other bully character on the list. He's from Doug. This is Roger M. Klotz. Very similar reason for Reggie Bullnerd. And I'll be honest, my one through fives, they're pretty close. They're not, they're, okay, I might have a leap to number one, but like they're all pretty interchangeable. Um, I just find Roger, it's like the combination of the voice acting, the way he looks upsets me. Uh, the character is so stereotypical and so ruthlessly antagonistic that I just don't buy it. I don't love the show Doug, and I just, this character just makes me upset. (laughs) You know, man, you know, I'm hearing some of yours, I almost want to like reformulate mine a little bit. Roger totally deserves to be on top five. I'm going (laughs) to... Just, he, he does. He's terrible. Oh my god. I, I don't know how I forgot about his existence, but he's he's trash. He's trash, Casey, and he's poorly written. He brings nothing to the show. Ugh. Oh, you are so right he's on that. He's really also really easy to, he's really easy to forget about, though, which is probably why, like, I thought of him at the last second, so. And if I did. Another reason why he's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but he would have, he would have been on here. Ugh, that's such a good one. A little <laughs> mad. Okay. <laughs> Recovered. Okay. <laughs> well, we've got eight for eight of no overlap. We'll see if our number one is the same. I have a feeling it might be. I, I don't know, but it, there's a chance here. Yeah. Should we just say it? Should we just say that it's SpongeBob at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go with uh, Grandpa Phil, actually. Oh, God. Mine's more Lois, actually. We're really funny, you guys. Yeah. 
so funny and original. We never make these jokes. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Lay it on me. Okay, so my overall number one least favorite, worst of the worst, trash of the trash character <laughs> had to be from Danny Phantom, Tucker Foley. I hate mm, him. Interesting. I think he's trash. I think he's a terrible friend. I think he's not well written. He's he's written to be like this weird nerd character, but his his personality traits aren't even necessarily I don't know. He's not interesting. He's just miserable. He treats his friends terribly all the time and then acts like it's valid and his friends up to end up apologizing for him. I can't get over it. Every time he shows up and every time he talks, he's just miserable. Like he's not he's not the lovable nerd. He's just like this weird hybrid character who's like kind of nerdy but mostly terrible and i i just he's my least favorite he is my least favorite nicktoon for me personally fascinating so i'm sort of pulling uh you here in terms of roger like we just talked about i'm like kicking myself here i'm like of course so let's see if we did go 10 to 10 uh my number one is tucker from danny phantom (laughs) (laughs) You're so unoriginal. I can't even do the bait and switch right anymore. (laughs) So, yeah, I'll rehash everything you said, but also, he's not funny, and he's trying to be funny. Like, the lines are supposed to be funny. And he'll, like, say a line, and there'll be a classic Guy Moon, like, ooh-ah noise, you know? (laughs) And it, like, never works for me. Never once in any episode I've watched of Danny Phantom. And I did some research for this episode and looked up other fans' lists, and he's surprisingly absent from them. So I don't know if we just have seen him in a worse light in terms of the episodes we've watched, or if there just isn't enough, like, literature on least favorite Nicktoons to have a big enough sample size. I don't know. Yeah, I... I I don't know what it is. Maybe, and I... You know, I'm gonna go... maybe, Maybe we make just that our Twitter poll. Is Tucker as bad as we think he is? Yes, no. <laughs> um, and we'll we'll figure it out. But I, I don't know. I, I don't. I feel like when I watched it as a kid, it didn't bother me so much. Like he he never stuck out one way or the other. But watching it now, I just I can't handle the guy. And especially when Danny's life is so hard and Sam is so cool, it's like. They both sort of have an excuse for when they're not great, and they always make it up, whereas Tucker's just like, great, so we can go back to you both supporting me, even though I contribute nothing. Yeah, he's... Ugh, he's just... He's terrible, and and he's so terrible. Let me, let me go ahead and... We had almost entirely, completely different lists, except for him. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, out of... Is it fair to say thousands of characters... I Probably. feel like there are at least a thousand that appear in Nicktoons from, you know, guest appearances to background characters to main characters. And we picked the same number one. That's got to mean something. And and again, we, we both agreed that the remaining characters on each other's lists were solid, solid choices. We had mm-hmm. eight others that could have been thrown in any order. But regardless of those eight, we both agree Tucker sucks. And yeah, and please tweet at us if you feel like we left one out. Well, you might, and like, don't say Pearl, because I, I know Pearl gets hate, but I think Pearl's hilarious. Um, like, I don't know, tweet us your ideas, because I'm sure there are some where we're like, how did we not think of so-and-so? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, 
there's so many shows and it, it was actually surprisingly difficult to formulate this list. I think yes. the thing is, is that with favorite characters, I can kind of think back and like which ones stand out and uh, make, you know, which ones stand out as characters that, you know, I really love. And those ones usually you'll think of, right? Like you'll think of them on your own. This one I had to kind of sit back and like comb through shows a little bit and be like, what characters were just straight terrible? And uh, Tucker, though, Tucker was the first one I thought of and I could not come up with anything worse. (laughs) And then I only have two honorable mentions, actually, but one is George Licker, just because God. (laughs) And... (laughs) The other is Dill Pickles in both Rugrats and All Grown Up. I, it, he wasn't bad enough for me to, to make the list, but he certainly disrupts the flow of the show. And in All Grown Up, his plots always seem like they're just trying to make another Carl Foutley, and it doesn't quite work for me. Yeah, I can actually see that one a lot now that you mention it. But, wow, this is, this is the most different our lists have ever been. And, uh, yeah, that... This is this was good. This was solid. I I like complaining about things like terrible Nicktoon characters. This was fun. Should we be uh, complaining about Nicktoon's podcast? We can, we already are. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm pretty sure 100% of my skeptical scientist moments can be classified as complaints. True. Yeah, although we do we do rave a lot too. It depends on the thing. Yeah, it's it's the highs the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, right? We're we're just passionate people. What do you want from us? Right. Okay, so Ashley, just add one more thing to this. Add one more list. Just, not a list, but top of your head, least favorite Nicktoon theme song. Ooh, okay. I haven't thought about it at all. I was going to say, I can think of ones it definitely isn't. Yes. <laughs> um, I felt like there was one. I feel like there's one... I don't love A Real Monsters. I was going to say, I think, I think A Real Monsters, I, I can't even picture it. Like, that's... It's just kind of spooky. There's no song lyrics or anything. Yeah. I can't picture the melody, but it definitely nails the aesthetic of the show. It's just not particularly exciting. Yeah, I think that that might be it, because I, I can only think of great ones other than that. Yeah, me too. Even shows that I don't particularly... Like, Cat Dog's theme song, you, you can't trash that, man. You just can't. Of course not. And we can't even count Rugrats preschool days here. Ugh. No, no. It's, again, I, I almost felt like it was cheating putting her in here, but she deserved <laughs> it. The show deserved it, truthfully. <laughs> My least favorite character is Rugrats preschool days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like how uh, Rugrats has the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame that the entire show gets a spot as the worst character. That's how it works. <laughs> yep. Exactly. All right, well, shall we move on to trivia? Yep, let's go ahead. All right, guys, it is time for our Nick trivia segment. Current standings are me with a glorious, glorious eight points and Casey with a meager, disappointing five. Let's see if he can somehow start to close the gap. It's pretty rough, Ashley. It's pretty rough. All right, I'll be quick about this. Which Nicktoon have we covered since we stopped covering As Told by Ginger? The answer is, the choices are, My Life is a Teenage Robot, Cat Scratch, Avatar the Last Airbender, or Rocket Power. Um, goodness. Those are all 
we, we haven't covered any of them, especially recently. I'm trying to think of the latest ones. I can only think of episodes that I'm pretty sure are pre, right? Like, we, we did the whole My Life as a Teenage Robot special. I don't feel like we've covered it since. Uh, I think Rocket Power, we, we had that, there was like that episode with the hooky and the fair and everything. I think that came after we stopped As Told by Ginger. It's going to be my guess. Um, Rocket Power, final answer. Correct! I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> Deep breaths. Deep breaths. You're up nine to five. That's all I really need to say. <laughs> um, lay it on me. Well done. Well, at least that one wasn't me just completely garbaging like usual. <laughs> Alrighty, my question for you is simply our good, good friend Tuck. It's a visual question here. Just what color shirt does he wear? Is mm. it a blue, red, green, or yellow shirt? He's always wearing the same one. It's one of those colors. Yellow, final answer. That is... Correct! Finally correct. Uh, and you know, I thought it when I heard the question before the choices, so I'm glad I went with my gut there. Yeah, sometimes sometimes the, the gut is the way to go. Well... Hey, six, yeah. six to nine, at least, at least the gap didn't get any wider. You're hanging in there. The season's not over. There's still chances for recovery. Yeah. And there's still chances for me to become a miserable failure. We've seen it before. Yeah, I mean, the Nationals just uh, blew a lead to the Cubs last night. Indians blew a lead to the Cubs the year before. Don't, don't the Nationals always do that, though, apparently? They do, they do, but it still happened again. Um, and you almost blew a big lead to me last season, so uh, we still got enough time to make up this ground. We're going till what, New Year's? Yeah, I believe that's that's the agreement. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. That's eleven more rounds of trivia. This is anyone's game, Ashley. That is a long time. Let's let's be clear. This might be. Is this the longest trivia round we've had? I think so. Okay, doesn't matter. Anyways. Still up for now. I've still got plenty of ground for Casey to cover before I have to start sweating again, so that's nice at least. Um, all that being said, I think it's time for our conclusion with our fun fact, Twitter poll, and preview for next week. Our fun fact is related to television in general, so uh, I did some digging on TV tropes about hated characters and found that they call these types of characters, like Chloe Carmichael and like Dill Pickles, they call them Scrappy-Doo, uh, obviously a reference to Scrappy of the Scooby-Doo series who was introduced to appeal to kids and was reviled by the hardcore fans. Jar Jar Binks is another great example. These characters aren't always added to appease little children, but sometimes they are, and I think some of the biggest offenders of these bad Nick characters were added uh, to add some, like, dumb humor to, to the show, like, like Poof and, like, Dill Pickles, and so just thought that was interesting to share. Yeah, definitely, and I, I think we definitely have some scrappy dudes up on our list, so. Uh, definitely, definitely interesting stuff. They're, they're not one of a kind, I suppose. Um, and then our Twitter poll, as I referenced earlier, is going to be nice and simple here, guys. Help us out. Is Tucker from Danny Phantom as horrible as we think he is? Is he really that bad? Are we crazy? Let us know. <laughs> and let us know why you think he either is or isn't that bad. I've, I've, 
I've got to hear your guys' thoughts on this one. I really do. Absolutely. I am very curious to see what the fan reception will be. Um, oh, real quick, Ashley, just a little bit of trash talk I got to talk, uh, throw at you. Our uh, longtime listener, Cam, tweeted at me and the show last night and said that he's something about, like, like soaking in the quotability, and it was a screenshot from Band Geeks. So uh, can we just count that as a point towards me in that Twitter poll from our literal second episode? Um, nope, nope. It's uh, locked and sealed there, Casey. Yeah, and to be fair, he probably voted in that I was going to say, he probably did. <laughs> well, I appreciated it, Cam, so... Uh, <laughs> never let it die, Casey. Just never let it die. That debate will live on and on. Here we are, you know, 68 episodes later. Okay, so speaking of SpongeBob, I can do segues too. <laughs> we have the... Next week, we'll be doing the Sponge Out of Water movie that came out in, I believe, 2014. Might have been 2015. Uh, we wanted to do this while the original SpongeBob movie from 04 is fresh in our heads. And we'll be comparing and contrasting. Ashley has seen it. I haven't. I'm going in with an open mind, and I'm very excited. Yeah, I will say I, I watched it, but it was kind of like a background watch. You know, those things you're doing homework and you throw it on in the background. So it did not have my full attention. This watch around, I plan to give it the full attention that it deserves. And, um, yeah, I, I've got to say I don't see it topping the 04 movie in my mind because it doesn't, it, I mean, it won't have the nostalgia and, you know, there is some recency bias there, reverse recency bias, whatever. <laughs> um, all that being said, I'm still excited to give it a watch and sort of compare and see where the show's taken itself and how different these, uh, these movies are. All right, I think that's all we've got for you guys this week. Thanks so much, as always, for listening, and we'll see you next week.